Star Wars 7x7 episode 1956. Today, Palace Intrigue. We're going to talk about the Mon Cala and the Quarren and a bit of their history as we talk about the run-up to the rise of Skywalker and how the Mon Calamari get involved in the fight once more. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So this is about Allegiance Issue 3, at least ostensibly, but we're going to rush through some of that because it turns out that it's very action-oriented and so as far as like plot buildup and that sort of thing, there is less of it than there was in the first two issues of this series. But this is still a full spoiler episode of the podcast and so if you have not read Allegiance and don't want it spoiled for you, then by all means save this episode for a later date, but if you're okay with me jumping in, then I'm going to jump in and we're going to talk about Mon Calamari and Quarren history together. And I also do want to say thank you again very much to Tim McMahon, formerly of Less Than 12 Parsecs and formerly of the Expanded Fandomverse podcast, who helps make any comic book related episodes possible here on Star Wars 7x7. Thank you, Tim. So, again, in brief, when we last left our heroes, they were being attacked by a Quarren mob and being filmed fighting them. So this results in them all getting arrested. And unfortunately, Rey cannot keep her mouth shut, even though she's advised to do so by Leia because we need diplomacy, not creating additional crises. And ultimately what happens is Rey volunteers for a trial by combat for all intents and purposes to resolve the conflict because they don't have time to do it through judiciary or diplomatic means apparently and so that doesn't go very well at all because she has to violate the rules of combat and that's with Rose's help because the giant gladiator droid that she has to fight ends up being a little bit nuts and not concerned with the safety of bystanders and so Rose has to get involved to help take the thing down, which then leads to the exile of the off-worlders. The Quarren complain that they violated the rules of this thing and that they are to be exiled as a result, which the ailing Mon Calamari King says, yeah, that's the way it goes. And as they are saying their goodbyes to Aftab Akbar at a shuttle that will take them back to the Falcon, a Quarren sneaks in to the shuttle area and drops off a crate that is not a crate, it's actually explosives that go off with a very large boom, and that is the cliffhanger of that part of the story. Meanwhile, Finn and Poe are having their own problems with bounty hunters, and it doesn't go very well, but that one doesn't get resolved either in this story. Ultimately, the particular pleasure is watching Finn pull the harpoon gun off the back of an old T-47 airspeeder and use it to shoot a bounty hunter, and he doesn't account for the recoil, unfortunately. So, you know, I never thought about the recoil on that harpoon gun on the back of the snowspeeders, for example, but it's significant. It knocks him across the room, and he bangs into something, and is kind of knocked senseless for a bit. But very cool to see a harpoon gun from a snowspeeder get used, so that was nice. Um, and ultimately, the munitions are starting to be loaded onto their shuttle, but there's still a lot of work to be done and some bounty hunters to defeat. And there is some First Order action in this issue as well, which I will get to in a moment, but just regarding the Mon Calamari and the Quarren, well, the Quarren are the more aggressive 
of the two species, and they don't get along too well. Back in Legends, there was a story of a Quarren named Segortels who betrayed Moncala for all intents and purposes because he was jealous of the Moncalamari people and ultimately did the one terrible thing that led to the Empire's occupation and invasion of Moncala, which was lowering their planetary shields and basically selling out the planet as a result. So that's a legend situation, but the actual canon now isn't much better in terms of their relations. In the Clone Wars, it turned out that the Quarren and the Mon Calamari ended up on different sides of that battle. The Quarren sided with the Separatists and the Mon Calamari sided with the Galactic Republic. And Nasseri, who is a general with the Quarren that we meet in Allegiance, was actually involved in this conflict as well, was helping the Separatists, though he started to get cold feet a little bit when the Separatists actually encouraged the enslavement of the Mon Calamari after they took over the joint. And there was another guy, a Karkaradon, named Rif Tamsin. Karkaradons are basically like... Uh, shark people for all intents and purposes, right? Like, you know, uh, humanoidish body, but shark-like head. Anyway, um, it turned out that this guy, Riff Tamsin, was interested in actually installing himself as the ruler of Mon Cala and finding and executing the king in exile, Lee Char, the Mon Calamari king, Lee Char. And ultimately, Nasseri finally realized, okay, yeah, something's not right about this situation and ended up helping to restore the balance of goodness there. But, you know, the Quarren, it just seems like they really end up on the wrong side of history over and over again. And, and this is another situation here in Allegiance where it's developing in exactly that way. And so that right there is your super fast primer on the history of Mon Calamari and Quarren relations. And that's almost everything you need to know about this third issue of Allegiance. But the First Order business, I did say I was going to cover that with you. And we'll do that right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So the First Order, we actually don't get to see them in action directly. We get it indirectly because Lieutenant Connix is monitoring their activity from the Resistance camp on the garbage planet of Anoat, and she sees an abrupt change in the progress of a certain set of Star Destroyers and informs General Janato there that they appear to be headed to Mon Cala and... Janato, of course, says, you know, let Leia know, and Connix can't because they appear to be jamming communications across the entire system. So, uh-oh, <laughs> this is obviously a problem. And that is pretty much what you find out about the First Order and what they're up to. They are clearly going to Moncala, which means that whatever they heard from the Corn advisor, uh, Choctaw Ghee, uh... Yeah, bad enough for the First Order to say we should look into this and they're on their way. And that is going to do it for our discussion of Allegiance 3 and for this episode of the show as well. 
Thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the Parsec you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.